Welcome to the Predictable Designs Podcast, where it's all about creating and selling successful new electronic hardware products. Here's your host, engineer and entrepreneur, John Till. Welcome to the Predictable Designs Podcast, where we discuss all things related to developing, manufacturing, marketing, and selling successful new electronic hardware products. I'm your host, John Teal. Startup incubators and accelerators are two types of programs that support new companies in their early stages of development. They do this by providing mentorship, facilitating networking, and providing resources and funding. I'll explore the differences between the two and their pros and cons. An incubator provides support in the very early stages of a startup and is designed for those who are in the beginning stages of product development, or even for those who only have a product idea. Typical perks that they offer include mentoring, legal and tax help, co-working spaces, pitch practicing, and funding opportunities. Founders are usually expected to participate in the incubator program for at least a few months, although most last for a year or more. Being in an incubator program is a lot like going to college. There is a lengthy application process and you must meet specific application criteria. And if you are accepted, you will need to relocate for a considerable amount of time. Incubator programs want to help founders develop a solid product idea and business model and to help new businesses be profitable and successful. They also help startups to network with funding sources such as angel investors. Incubator programs are run by a whole bunch of different organizations, including nonprofits and universities as well as corporations, local development organizations, and venture capital firms. Although some incubators may invest in your product, most incubators do not directly invest. Instead, they will introduce you to potential investors. Either way, many will require equity in your company in exchange for the help and resources they are providing you. Many incubators continue to support their graduates in various ways. One of the most well-known programs is Y Combinator, and this program offers free office space in San Francisco to all its graduates, even after they leave the incubator program. They have an online platform just for graduates to connect with one another. Now, let's look at startup accelerators. Like incubators, startup accelerators also provide mentorship and business support, but they target startups that are further along in the development process. Before applying to an accelerator, you should have a working business plan, a minimum viable product known as an MVP, and you should also already have customers. Although accelerators offer a lot of the same benefits as incubators, The big difference is that they are focused on helping you scale your startup instead of just helping you get started. An accelerator provides you with the resources and investments that are required to grow a startup, all in exchange for a sizable amount of equity in your young company. The line between incubators and accelerators can become rather blurred, but in general, accelerators are for further along businesses that have already generated sales and need to ramp up production. Accelerator programs are usually much shorter in duration than startup incubators, and three to six months is typical for an accelerator program. They commonly offer a seed investment in exchange for equity stakes in your company. Accelerator funding is more likely to come from private organizations. Accelerators and incubators target entrepreneurs in different stages of their business development. There are a few things to consider when deciding whether you should apply to an accelerator program or an incubator program. If you're still refining your actual product idea, then go with an incubator. If you already have an MVP, then you are probably far enough along to apply for an accelerator program, which is ideal for existing companies already poised for growth. Consider your funding needs. If you are ready for capital investment, then you should go for an accelerator. It's common practice for accelerators to provide seed investments in exchange for equity in your company. If you need money and support to get your business off the ground, then go with an incubator program. Think about the timeline of your business if you're looking for long-term support over one to two years to get your startup running properly, then you should seek out an incubator program. 
If you're already running a functioning business but need help scaling up, then you should apply for an accelerator program. You want to thoroughly research any programs that you apply to. Picking an incubator or accelerator is a big decision, since you will be devoting a lot of time and business equity in exchange for the expertise and resources provided. Start off by listing all the benefits of each program. Consider whether their resources match your needs and whether the advisors and mentors have experience in your type of business. This is especially true for hardware startups, which require very specialized knowledge. What does the curriculum or weekly schedule look like? Are you able to meet the in-person training requirements? Can you manage the daily operations of your company alongside the daily obligations of a startup program? Be sure that any program you apply for has experience in your specific industry. For example, obviously as a hardware startup, you would not apply to an incubator that specializes in restaurant businesses. But you might be considering tech-related programs where you should absolutely check to see how many successful hardware startups they have launched. If a particular program has only funded software platforms and never hardware, then you should keep looking for a better fit. Keep in mind the vast differences between a software and hardware company. A company building an app doesn't have to deal with producing much of anything physically. If your business includes hardware, you need to make sure that your mentoring team has experience outside of the digital or app world. Some popular programs, like Y Combinator, accept pitches from every type of business imaginable. These accelerators have more applicants and more competition. Other popular programs include Techstars and 500 startups. You may have better chances applying for programs that only fund hardware startups like your own. One such popular option is called Hacks. This is a hardware incubator based in China. However, relocating to China is not a feasible option for most startup founders. Unfortunately, there are very few programs available anywhere that are specific aimed at hardware startups. Be sure to research what kind of track record a program has and whether they have launched successful hardware companies that are similar to your own. Be sure to talk to incubator graduates to learn about their experiences, good and bad. Ask them about their experience after graduating and if they are still networking with other graduates or mentors. Not all programs are created equal. So be clear on the costs and benefits of each program you consider. Accelerators and incubator programs are looking for innovative thinkers who can clearly communicate their product idea and describe the problem that it solves. So be straightforward and clear when describing your product. Most programs are just as interested in the founder as the product idea. Y Combinator says that they are not looking for the sort of obedient and middle-of-the-road people that big companies tend to hire. Instead, they are looking for people who like to beat the system, which is why they ask all applicants this wild card question. Please tell us about the time you most successfully hacked some system to your advantage. Of course, the entry requirements for an accelerator are more stringent than for an incubator, since you must show that you already have considerable traction with customers. Most incubators and nearly all accelerators take an equity stake in your business in exchange for all their offered benefits. That's how they make money. They invest upfront in promising business ideas with the hope of a good return on their investment. The exceptions are incubator programs offered by nonprofit organizations such as universities and government agencies. Therefore, the starting point when participating in almost any incubator or accelerator involves relinquishing equity in your company. Giving away equity is something that most founders avoid at all costs. However, always remember it's better to have a small piece of the big pie than no pie at all. That being said, I encourage you to get as far as you can and get as much traction as possible before you consider giving out equity in your company. 
If funding is your only goal, then there are also various types of funding available that do not require giving away equity. Some of these no equity funding options include manufacturer financing, purchase order financing, and invoice factoring. It's true that the mentoring and networking aspects of an incubator or accelerator program can be extremely helpful, but there are plenty of ways to get this expert mentoring that don't require giving away part of your company. Competition amongst applicants is fierce. Those programs will require you to submit a detailed business plan. With most programs, you need to relocate to the city that is offering the program. If you apply in a place like Silicon Valley, it's great that you can get a free office space, but you need to consider whether you can afford that area's residential rent. You need to commit for a year or more for most incubator programs. The program will also have a strict schedule with trainings and commitments. Ask yourself whether you have a year to devote to growing your business in this specific way and environment. For most entrepreneurs, due to work and family requirements, it's simply not possible to relocate to another city for such a long period of time. Being in an incubator or accelerator program is kind of like having a boss who is there to help you become successful. If you participate in one of these programs, you will be held accountable by someone other than yourself. The program is investing in your success, but that comes with expectations for your time and work. You need to honestly assess if this is the best work environment for you specifically. Some people thrive under close supervision or with a Monday through Friday work schedule. Others do best when working on their own schedule without the constraints of an office environment with regular meetings, trainings, or mentorship sessions. Be honest with yourself when assessing your preferred and most beneficial work environment. Some of these perks don't seem all that special after the pandemic, where pretty much anything and everything can be accomplished online from home. Websites like LegalZoom.com make applying for a business license easy to do on your own, and there is plenty of software for tracking expenses and filing your business taxes. So, if you are self-motivated and are the type of person who can figure out how to accomplish most tasks without someone watching over you, then you may not need an incubator program. Some people might feel downright distracted by obligatory meetings, working dinners, meetups, and the kind of deadlines that are imposed on participants in these programs. An accelerator program is different because they focus on helping you scale, and a big part of that is getting equity funding from professional investors. Be sure you properly assess the long-term cost of participation in an incubator or accelerator program. Look at what type of loan terms are offered or what percentage of equity in your company you would have to give up in exchange for the program benefits. Does sacrificing this equity align with your long-term goals? Are you comfortable sacrificing this amount of money to achieve your long-term business objectives? For incubators especially, some entrepreneurs may decide that giving up equity is not worth the mentoring they will get plus some free office space. Maybe you are already successfully working from a home office space. Maybe you don't absolutely need a daily in-person schedule to stay on task. Think about whether you can find mentoring opportunities that don't require you to relocate and give away equity in your business. Maybe you work better virtually anyway. Thanks to the pandemic, pretty much everyone these days has experienced working from home and connecting via technologies like Zoom. An in-person office setup may not be so appealing now that you have learned to do everything from home anyways due to the pandemic. Also, many of these programs have temporarily transitioned to a virtual setting due to the pandemic. Are you comfortable giving up equity for what may be a 100% online experience? For example, Y Combinator announced that their summer 2022 session will be 100% online. On the flip side, if a program has gone temporarily virtual, maybe it's your only way to participate since you cannot relocate under normal circumstances. Where you live and where a program is located is a big factor in deciding where to apply. Remember, being in a program is like going to college. You will have a specific weekly schedule to adhere to, 
and maybe even a daily schedule. For many entrepreneurs, relocating is simply out of the question. Your options are quite limited if you don't live in a city with a hardware incubator or accelerator program, and you are not able to relocate temporarily. For example, if you have school-age kids, a full-time job, and don't live anywhere near a city with an incubator program, then don't waste your time applying for a program that you can never realistically attend. Traditional incubator and accelerator programs are definitely more appealing for young entrepreneurs who can easily decamp to a new city and spend all their free time building their business and networking with like-minded individuals while living out of their car. Be honest about where you physically can work and about what type of worker you are. Are you self-motivated and can you stay on task without outside help? Or do you need a 9-to-5 schedule to stay on task and move forward? If the expert mentoring and the networking opportunities, plus the resources that you get inside an incubator all sound appealing, but you have no realistic way to participate in person, then you should consider our Hardware Academy Virtual Incubator Program. In our Hardware Academy Program, you get all the benefits of a hardware incubator without the need to relocate or give away equity in your startup. That's it for today. Be sure to tune in next week for another episode of the Predictable Designs Podcast. If you've enjoyed this podcast, then definitely check out the hardwareacademy.com where you can get support from myself and other experts to help you successfully get your product developed and on the market. We have experts in electronics design, enclosure design, prototyping, certifications, manufacturing, marketing, startups, and sales. You even get private one-on-one consulting directly with me. The Hardware Academy also includes a highly active and incredibly helpful community of other hardware entrepreneurs with a wide range of experience and skills. No longer do you have to go at it all alone. Now you have a community of experts on your team. You'll also get regular in-depth training training courses, workshops, product teardowns, and resources to help you succeed with your product. Finally, you get access to my list of recommended developers, suppliers, and manufacturers. Check out the Hardware Academy today at thehardwareacademy.com.